This is 11 stupid, simple cold calling rules that help me set more meetings, forex my income, and grow this channel past 14,000 subscribers. I've spent the first four years of my career working in software sales at the same company, promoting myself up from a sales development rep to a senior account executive. I've made over 50,000 cold calls. I currently earn north of $200,000 a year at age 26. Now that I have your attention, hit the like button now, comment down below for the algorithm. If you don't know what to say, comment the cherry emoji, take seven seconds, one of my favorite fruits, and make sure you're subscribed now as well. We're so close to 15,000 subscribers. Rule number one is press dial and figure out what to say after. The biggest mistake I've made in my software sales career is over preparing and getting in my own way. I'd be sitting there at my desk, doing my due diligence, concerned about being rejected, fearful about the prospect being mean to me, worried about what are my colleagues gonna think if I absolutely fail an epic proportion in front of everyone with the worst talk track that does not nail the first 15 seconds. I was preparing, I was looking at Salesforce, I was looking at the company website, the prospects LinkedIn, and my colleague next to me, she said, Trent, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm preparing to make this call. She says, no, 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 that's the biggest mistake you can make. Press call and then figure out what to say. That is the key. You sit down and you press call and then all the answers will magically come to you. Do not prepare, sit down and make as many calls as you can, as fast as you can. And I promise you that will allow you to set more meetings and get out of your own way. Rule number two is to adopt a hunter mentality. You will eat what you kill, quite literally. You setting meetings, booking demos, generating pipeline is most likely how you are compensated, how you get paid, and how you actually put food on the table, and that directly impacts your quality of life. So when it starts to become survival mode, if you go on the big hunt with all your boys in the tribe and you don't get enamel, people are gonna starve. If you show up to the office and you are not setting meetings, making your cold calls, then you're not gonna be able to order that nice jewelry for your girlfriend. You're not gonna be able to order that new PlayStation. You don't deserve it. Eat what you kill, true hunter mentality. Rule number three is to start every call with the reason I'm calling you is, the reason I'm calling you is that I'm following up on a recent email I sent you. The reason I'm calling you is that I noticed that you oversee the marketing strategy. Is customer feedback a priority for you and the team this year? Psychologically, when people are called out of the blue, when you are interrupting their day, they want to know who are you, what do you want? If you do not give them that in the first five seconds, you do not earn the permission to even get into your pitch. So start every call with the reason I'm calling you is, at the end of this video, I'll also share a bit more about my script, so make sure to stick around for that. Rule number four is that if the call feels rushed, it's you who are rushing the call. This video, I like to keep it fast paced. When I'm on the cold calls, I like to slow down. I like to use downward inflection. I also like to use upward inflection. I also like to take strategic pauses. Anytime the prospect answers and they say, I'm about to run into a meeting. Who are you? How did you get my number? Why are you calling me? They are trying to rush you off the call and it is fake. Do not allow them to do this. It's an excuse. It's a push off objection. So if the call ever feels rushed, it's you who are rushing the call. This was feedback advice I got from a coaching session early on because I started to talk really fast. They said I sound like a used car salesman. And they said, Trent, slow down. And I said, not a problem. So I started slowing down and I did not let anybody control me. I started controlling the pace and it helped me set more meetings and take back control of all of my conversations with my customers. Rule number five is leaving a voice message 
is like doing that extra rep at the gym. Everyone says, Trent, do you leave voice messages? What do you say? It doesn't really matter what you say because you're probably not gonna get the call back. If you do that extra rep at the gym, the extra bicep curl, it's not gonna give you that big vein instantly, but if you continuously do that extra rep at the gym for a long enough period of time, eventually the incremental effort will add up to the results you want, similar to cold calling. Just because you leave the voice messages does not mean you're gonna get a callback or does not mean you're gonna set the meeting. But eventually the familiarity, the person will say, wow, this person is relentless. They hit me at every channel. I'm sitting at my dining room table and I, I have a voice message from some unknown number. It's that Trent cold calling me again. I should probably just respond to his email. So it's better off to always leave the voice messages if you can and if you can automate it better. Rule number six is that it's always a good time of the day to call. Another question I get is people say, Trent, when is the best time to call? When am I gonna get the best answer rates? Look, there's five business days in a week, and most people agree that the morning and the afternoon are universally the best times to call. It's when people are not in meetings, they are starting their day, they're ending their day, and they're just not as busy. So that's two cold calling blocks a day, five business days, that's 10 cold calling blocks in a week. If you neglect to call one cold calling block, meaning Friday afternoon or Monday morning, that means you have lost 10 to 20% of your total output capacity. So failing to call at any point, not if you are not calling, you're making a mistake. So call during lunch, call in the morning, call in the afternoon, call in the evening, call whatever time of the day you are available to call. Don't just wait around and say, oh, it's the best time I'm gonna call the block there. You can't control if they answer. So it is always a good time to call and always a good time to pick up the phone. And if you're ever wondering, when should I call? The time is right now. That is a reason, that is a signal for you to be calling right now. Rule number seven is always make the ask for the prospect's time. Some of you, about 30 seconds in, you were, you were thinking, man, Trent is pitching hard. He's telling me to like the video. He's telling me to comment cherries. He's telling me to subscribe. I'm making the ask. If I do not ask, some of you may, some of you may not do it. Similar to cold calling, you need to ask for the prospect's time. You need to ask for the prospect's business. When you go to the grocery store and you grab a food item off the shelf and put it in your cart, you are quite literally making the ask to that item and you are gonna check out and you're gonna pay for it and you're gonna go home and eat it. It's the same thing with cold calling. If you don't put that cart in your item, if you do not make the ask for time, then you're never gonna actually set the meeting. So you always wanna make the ask for their time and you wanna figure out how can you get to a point where you are adding value and then making the ask as in early into the call as you possibly can. And that's gonna play into the script that I'm gonna share with you to, at the end of this video. Rule number eight is don't be afraid to call the prospects twice in one day. And keep in mind guys, these are original rules. I didn't go find these somewhere on the internet. These are based on my firsthand experience working in the trenches just like you as a sales rep making 50,000 cold calls. Do not be afraid to call prospects twice in one day. When I share this with colleagues, they find it insightful because you add a prospect to your sequence, so you are repetitively calling this prospect over the course of a month or two months multiple times. What I'll do is I'll make calls in the morning and I'll, 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 I'll press call, but in my outreach sequence, I'll press log call only. So it does not actually progress the sequence forward and acknowledge that that call has been made because I'll go back and call the prospects twice in one day. If they download content, if they view a webinar, if they request sales contact, I will call them three to five times in a day. Do not be afraid to call them multiple times in one day. It's gonna increase your answer rate probability and your recognizability of them saying, okay, I should just answer the phone. And this also plays into if you're, if you're targeting a high priority account, 
go deep in the account, add eight to 10 prospects from that account into your sequence, be calling multiple people in the account multiple times a day, and that is how you actually start to ride the wave and get into those accounts. Rule number nine is a rejection is not a dead end. Just because somebody tells you no, it just means right now they don't want it. It does not mean that they're eternally not interested. And this is how I've started to flip rejection on its head because a lot of people don't like to receive the answer no. And I, my most recent video was talking about after 10 minutes, you'll never care about rejection again. And the basic premise of that video is that evolutionary psychologists talk about how we evolved from hunter-gatherer tribes, 25 to 50 people, and if we were ever in conflict with another member, if we ever were doing things that people didn't like, we were at risk of being ostracized by the group and we physically could not survive alone. We needed to be with the group. So if we ever get a signal of being voted off the island, that feeling of rejection is an early warning sign. So, so it, it tells you, hey, slow down. Don't, 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 push, don't push the pace anymore. Let's, let's chill. And that's why a lot of people get in their own way when it comes to cold calling because you're worried about the rejections. And just because they tell you no now means that you should follow up a month later. If they tell you no, I always make a note to reach back out to them a month, two months later. And it's actually easier the next time around. Hey, you told me you weren't, hey, you told me it wasn't a good time, that you weren't interested two months ago. Um, I believe that it makes sense for us to chat for these reasons. Let's set up a call. And oftentimes they'll say, sure, whatever. I'll, I'll hear this person out, whatever. Rule number 10 is that the phone will solve all of your problems in life. I want you to be thinking Jordan Belford, Wolf of Wall Street, Leonardo DiCaprio, he gets up in front of everyone, he picks up the phone, he says, he says, late on your mortgage payment, good, pick up the phone. Not happy with your relationship, good, pick up the phone. All of the problems you have in life, quite literally, you will solve by picking up your headset and pressing dial and making your cold calls. It is true and it is a fact and a reality of life. The final cold calling rule is number 11, which is that we are one call away from changing our week, month, quarter, year, entire life. The reason I'm able to stay so optimistic with these videos, with making cold calls, with approaching people is that I believe I am one XYZ away from whatever my dream outcome is. One call away from becoming an enterprise rep. One call away from financial freedom. One relationship away from starting that business. One video away from going viral and connecting with a million people. You are always one, whatever it is, away from your dream result. So that should give you confidence to keep showing up, getting in the arena, making your ask and doing your thing. If you enjoy these 11 cold calling rules, I guarantee that you will also enjoy my eight step cold calling script and framework to help you set more meetings, blow up your pipeline and find way more success in your sales job. It's gonna be the first link in the description below. I share my exact B2B cold calling strategy and script to go find prospects, how many calls you should be making, how you find accounts, how you find prospects, what you say on the phone, how you follow up with them, how you overcome the rejections. So if you wanna go deeper on the actual tactics of implementing a strategy to help you set more meetings, and go much deeper than what we talked about here today, click on the first link in the description below. If you found value in today's video, hit the like button, comment two cherry emojis down below. Even if you comment one, comment two cherry emojis down below. Make sure you're subscribed now as well. Share this video with a friend. I'll see you on the front lines or one call away.